Alright. And Bobby's back. There it is. Here we go. Alright. Welcome back, my industry people. Hey, handsome. How are you? Oh, dude, life is good now. Happy to be back in Arizona. Happy to have you back. It was a, uh, for anybody who doesn't know, because I'm sure, you know, we got a good level of listeners. Ooh. Good level of listeners, but not everybody knows us personally. That's the sound of a 32-ounce PBR being opened up. Yes, sir, it is. Uh, Here's a little cheers. Cheers. Good to be back. Yeah. Uh, Missed you like the deserts miss the rain. Oh, man, you're a poet. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this sounds a little echoey. Yeah. Um, maybe I uh, should turn myself down a little bit here. Maybe, maybe. Or maybe that sounds good. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't know if it got better. Who knows? Oh, listen, I mean, um, as soon as we get going, we'll never shut the fuck up. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, for anybody who doesn't know, I was out in uh, San Diego for work for all of July, so fuck, it's good to be back. Mm-hmm. Boy, we got some stories for you. I'm sure you've uh, you've had a story or two of yourself just being here for a month. Yeah, I mean, uh, my memory is uh, mm, unreliable at best, uh, <laughs> so uh, I'm just excited to... Uh, as you, uh, as we tw- uh, tweeted, <laughs> we were on Twitter j- jumping into each other's DMs. Right, no, okay. as we were texting, as you were out in San Diego, um, uh, and then as we visited a little bit while you were here on break, which we'll go over, um, we we still kind of like made sure we didn't talk a lot about it. You oh, said yeah. You had, yeah. You said you had a lot of stuff for podcasts, which is great, which is why, for the listeners, uh, this, uh, this episode with Bobby will not have a guest. Um, we have so much to get caught up on, and... Uh, so we're just going to crank through this, and then actually tomorrow uh, we're gonna we're actually recording a couple days this week, so we'll uh, we'll be back to getting out on schedule and back at it for our, uh, our little industry shit talkers. Yeah, we're gonna get a two in today. Uh, yeah, this will probably be a two parter. We're gonna we're gonna pause. We're gonna take a break uh, on the hour. Um, you know, we can do two or three. Uh, I'm here for it. You know, I brought some beers. Uh, Nothing too crazy because we got a standard some PBRs, <laughs> little, little standard PBRs, handful of edibles. So, uh, with that said, Bobby, let's uh, get into it. All right, listen, uh, it's your story to tell. So, um, <laughs> you just jump in wherever you like. So, um, I left to San Diego on the fifth. Uh, didn't make sense to go on the first. They wanted me on all month, but the first was a Thursday, and that was a travel day. So then. Month starts on a on a Friday, which doesn't make any sense. I went Fourth of July with the family, so we stayed, and I uh, I left uh, pretty early on the fifth. Uh, headed out to San Diego, and we we're doing a lot of route building, training our new rep. Um, it's kind of an overall overhaul of what the what we needed as a brewery and um, with Second Chance Beer Company. So we're distributed in Arizona, based out of San Diego. Um, we kind of run as a skeleton crew. We have, I've been with the company about four years and we've always just kind of gotten skeleton crew stuff and get mm-hmm. the right people for the right roles. And, uh, our new girl, she's been with the company. Her name's Allie, um, high energy, good personality, uh, super green to the industry. And right. she'll probably be listening to this and she knows it. I've said all this to her. Um, and she just needed a little guidance. Um, so we've done a lot of route building, some fall off markets, all that kind of stuff. And boy, if you're mm-hmm. in San Diego for a month, especially in the work, you gather a story or two. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, it is, it is still California out there, so I mean, it's, oh, it, you're, you're you're gonna have some fun. Yeah, I let Brooke know. I was like, well, I'm not gonna lie to you. You know, I'm not stoked about this whole trip as you know what it is being away from the family for this long. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna have some fun out there. Uh, so first week, absolute blast. Second week, 
was getting a little over it. Third week, I'm over it. Mm-hmm. Fourth week, I need to be home. I'm done. That is uh, that is the uh, the life cycle of the, the traveling cycle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, sometimes I'll even do that entire cycle in one week. Oh. You know, I'll get to day three, four, and I'll just start winding down in the... The, the magic the light at the end of the tunnel kind of wears off and then you know by the day before last and the last day you're just you want to cash it in and I think it probably uh, from what you're saying it maybe it's based on your expectation of travel because when you know you have to be out there for a month you know you, you really you know got into a second week and uh, I think that that can probably only come from like you know having prepared yourself being like okay it's gonna be a month oh yeah because like I'll tell you, sometimes when I go out for the Craft Brewers Conference, day three, I'm just like, I would like to be at home. Oh, 100%. (laughs) I have done all the things that I wanted to do out here, which was mainly just show up. So, kind of getting into, like, what that was, you know, get out there on the fifth, do some training, do a lot of build-up, a ton of work, um, so that, you know, fifth to the ninth, the week of the fifth, where, um, you know, going through the the crazy grind of just constant work, and then the ninth, tenth is the weekend. Sure. Don't have the kid, don't have the wife, we're doing our own thing, and boy, did I get drunk. Oh, <laughs> it's all go. my old bars, went to Red Wing, a little dive, divey, uh, gay karaoke joint, and it is, if you've never been to Red Wing and you're in North Park of San Diego, it is the place to be. That's right. And <laughs> uh, and for the listeners who don't necessarily know Bobby as well as I, or uh, some of his homies listening, um, Bobby, uh, who I met here in Arizona... Uh, went out to San Diego for a handful of years, yep. um, lived there, worked there for the current brewery you are now, mm-hmm. um, and then came back. So um, you do have like when you, when you go out to San Diego, so you have like some spots. It's because you, like you were you were a local and and, yeah. and, and walked the walk. So I just yeah. wanted to, just wanted to clarify that as we kind of get get into it. So um, especially you know like at the end of the month, you know I've, I've got my my ground set again with the brewery. Like everybody yeah. knows I'm in town. The first week people are like, Oh, oh yeah. bo- uh, that Bobby guy. I don't know. They've been with the brewery for like a, like a year and they've never heard of me. Cause I don't go out to San Diego that often for kind of don't meet all the, right. the, the beer tenders and everything. And I'm just always at the tap room the other night, just getting computer work done and whatever it is, having a beer. And I'm like, fuck it. Friday night I'm going to Red Wing. I'm drunk. <laughs> I'm real drunk. And I got a long drive home. Perfect. Um, so we didn't have, I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, I'll start at the, the beginning. So we're, I stay at the, the owner's, the company's house. Sure, just real quick. Uh, you did not drive home? Oh, I drove home. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, hey, I just, you know, wanted to check out where you're at with that. Because you were just like, I had a long drive home. And I was like, and that abruptly stopped. And, you know, hey, listen, <laughs> you own it. And, hey, here we are. Here we are. It's, uh, <laughs> hey, man, it's it's the second. And listen. I'm trying to recall last month, the beginning of the hey, month. Hey, buddy. I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, when you go to plan, you know, we're planning this trip and, um, the, I don't have lodging or anything for the, for the whole stay. And, you know, essentially the owners of the company are like, Hey, just stay with us. We've got an extra room in our house. We have a nice house. You can stay here. We don't have to worry about lodging. I'm like, see, okay. Okay. I was going to say, seems sus. Yeah. Not, not tight. Yeah. I was going to say that that's probably cool for like a weekend. Yeah, weekend max. I got close. Uh, I mean, uh, literally, it's tight for a night. Uh, and then you're like, I'm out because this is my boss and I want to hang out. And I want to get weird. Well, I want to, I literally, like, my go-to line was like, when I'm done with work, a long fucking, and we're 10, 12-hour days. Sure. And uh, when I'm done, I want to go to my Airbnb or my hotel or wherever yeah, it is, no, crack I'm, a beer. No doubt. Uh, get down in my underwear, put on some dumb TV show Maybe and scratch my off. fucking balls yeah. uh, on the couch. Mm-hmm. And you don't really get to do that. I mean, I guess I could have. 
think it would have looked so good. I'll make myself at home? You got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, geez. Well, uh, well, you know, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they wanted me to stay with them for the whole month, mm-hmm. and uh, I was not about to do that. So All right. I kind of right. broke it up in chunks. I was with the owners uh, for the first week, and then I jumped over to my homeboy, Andy Richard. That dude is a fucking G. Um, not to be confused with a uh, friend of the pod, Andrew Rich. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Um, so he he started as just a, a beer tender at the company. Uh, he hadn't been there much longer than I had when I first started, maybe a few months. And uh, he worked his way up. He's a he's our operations guy. He's top one oh, of the top dogs. Nice. And uh, so it's cool to come back and for that amount of time, be like, dude, you've like grown this company. I've grown this company. Like, kill it. Gotta love a story like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the second week I stayed with him. Third week, uh, Brooke and Jameson came out. We booked some Airbnbs, and then fourth week really brought it down. Yeah, I mean, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Third week they came out and really brought it on my yeah, buzz. Just fucking boring, San Diego. At that point, might have just been home. Uh, <laughs> so uh, fourth week, I was with Taylor and Red from uh, originally with Latitude Thirty Three. Now they are with Thorn Brewing, and they are okay. absolutely fucking killing it. Oh, Thorn! I mean, I can't. You know, and I always mistake that for Throne and a, mm-hmm. and, and a few others. Um, but yeah, you, you, you can't stop seeing uh, th- uh, Thorn um, and Throne technically uh, yeah. everywhere. So it's 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 uh, that's cool. Yeah. So that that first week, you know, the weekend I, I'm going out and uh, I'm out in North Park there in uh, near Mesa. It's probably about a twenty mile drive, and I'm not really thinking what my drive is at the end of the night. I'm just thinking. Well, it's my first weekend in San Diego. I'm going to go have a good time regardless of where it is. And I know North Park the most because it's where I lived. Yeah. So. And uh, to interject, uh, home of the uh, California burrito. Oh, uh, yeah. Where the Philly Bees in North Park still folds it with the crispy fries on the outside. Ooh. It's delightful. <laughs> uh, so I one of the few bars that I actually remember that night because I, uh, I started at the tasting room, had a, quite a few beers, and then went to Red Wing because it's across the street. And I just remember getting out of Red Wing, like, oh, I gotta get to my car, and I'm passing a uh, second chance tasting room, and I just see Andy over by our, literally outside of the tasting room, at the front door, just, like, fucking with the door, and I just, like, walk up, I'm like, you good, dude? <laughs> He's like, yeah, just, our lock broke, all this stuff, and then uh, the tasting room dude, Holden, opens the side door for me and lets me in. Now I just realize, like, he, like, thinks I'm here to help. I'm just shit drunk, like, just standing <laughs> around. And Holden's like, yeah, if you know anything about locks, I'm like, I don't know anything about locks. <laughs> uh, Listen. Five minutes of awkwardness. <laughs> goodbye. I've played some Skyrim. Do you have a bobby pin? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need a few because I might break a couple. <laughs> I'm going to make the situation way worse. Like, we can get that door open and just get a stern rock. <laughs> the door can be opened. <laughs> so that's kind of the first weekend. Second weekend uh, is um, <clears throat> the over-the-line tournament. So if you don't know what the over-the-line tournament is, it's kind of hard to describe. I just Google it. Um, it's, it's But like, if we could have a synopsis. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's like baseball meets three flags up meets beer fest the fuck is three flags up like, for the listeners sorry <laughs> <laughs> i mean i totally know obviously by yeah wink wink clearly uh three flags <laughs> up is like uh <clears throat> like you know you, all your homies are out in the field you get a ball and you you just kind of chuck it up throw it up in the air and then whoever catches it three times becomes the thrower and then like all the people is that like the a football end. football baseball like nerf ball whatever it is like we've done uh it seems like this is less of a game and more of just like uh 
a freeform jazz session with a sports. Well, it's like a, it's like every throw is like an immediate like huddle tackle session of trying to be the guy who gets it because you want to be the first one to get three. So sure, you started this kind of triangle for over the line. You're the tip of this triangle, and then there's the line at the end of the triangle, and then it just kind of pairs off into these two straight lines, and there's three people in a row, and you're the batter. And then your teammate's the pitcher, and he's mm-hmm. kind of lobs it up to you, and you hit the ball, and you try to get it over the end of the triangle. So you're at the tip of the triangle, and then if you... this is like human shuffleboard. Yeah, so think of it like a shuffleboard like table. So when I like when when you first said it, like when I was a kid, there would be this. I mean, you know, I grew up in a place where like no one lives, so uh, you know, at most you'd have five, six, maybe seven kids, and that's not a football team. And we'd always want to play yeah. football, so a lot of times what we would play is like one person would throw. And they would call out, like, points, and then if you grab that, um, you know, and they would call out points based on how difficult they think their throw is going to be, right? But yeah. they, they're basically the, the, the caller, and then, you know, once you get to a certain point amount, like, you overtake and become the thrower and it's become like the shot caller. Yeah. So that 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 kind of sounded like that, but then the more you described it, the more I just kind of, like, uh, I, I honestly just disassociated for a second, so I felt <laughs> I had to come back and, like... I didn't want to be a dick, but, like but well, well, no, I mean, once there's multiple balls in play, I was like, oh, Jesus. Like, well, this one's just one, so it's like a batter and a pitcher with a ball. Okay. Oh, and um, a batter. And, okay. Yeah, so Jeez. like the pitcher is literally standing right underneath you, kind of just lobs it up real high, sure. and then you try to, you know, just like kind of golf hit it with a baseball bat mm-hmm. while it's just a foot in the air, pop it over and make it so the three people in the field can't catch it, and then you start accumulating what we call like runs. Sure. Now, um... While we're in this uh, ESPN 8, the Ocho segment, um, that was one of many games you were playing, or that is one aspect of many of a singular game you were playing? So you play that one game okay. over and over and over. There's about 10,000 people at Fiesta Island all playing, and we've okay. got about 50 courts. Um, and it's Aggressive, okay. It's, it's huge. Normally, no, I mean, I mean was, I, uh, I, I, I'm into stuff like that. Uh, it's, uh, it's normally about 20,000 people at the island, but with... Such a short notice and COVID and all that shit, they, they sure. pulled it together quick. Okay. And uh, you're consistently drinking a ton of beer. Like, we brought three coolers to the brim without Well, that's how you casually play sports with 20,000 people you don't know, is <laughs> <Yeah>. beer. <laughs> <clears throat> so we play a couple games, and I uh, I have my brewing team as a team. Uh, I got, like, a, a mishap of, of homies that are with the brewery as a team. And then my team is with Orvid Cutler from Kishibri. Oh, I love Orvid. Uh, he's, a, he's my fucking boy. Uh, I'm like a weird stalker because I almost <laughs> never talk to him. But like when I do, I'm just like, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> I just hug him. He's like, what? Who are you? But, uh, uh, and then who doesn't uh, love him? Brett Waters from Oso. So I had a little ragtag team. I don't know who that is. I'm kidding. Yeah, if you're like, listening, Brett, that was for you. <laughs> uh, so we're we play and we're just listening for these teams and Orvid. You know, we, you kind of come up with like the most the craziest name you can without being like too much smut. They essentially say you're so team Jeffrey and the Epstein's might be on the. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. okay. Um, essentially, you, they won't let you use the word fuck. And when you use the name Seems fuck like in your name. They'll say the name of your, or they'll they'll go to say the name of your team and go. We don't say the word fuck, so the fucking team blah 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 is up. <laughs> but they, they so they'll use it, but they'll say we don't like to use the word fuck, and then they say the word fuck <clears throat> every know, time. You know, um, just sidebar. Uh, I was just thinking this week about how often are in specific. It might be other cultures but it feels specifically american where it's like we we do a lot of censoring of of language 
on like television and in media. But whatever you do to replace said curse word only invokes the word in your head. Oh, you, you should have heard some of the names. Like it's literally like the craziest names in the world. I wish I would have jotted a few down because they Ooh, are outstanding. Okay. I Orvid, we'll get Orvid in. He remembers a few of them. Like our name, which, I would uh, Orvid. I would, I would love to do an episode with uh, him and Philip Duncan together at some point. Uh, it, my my buddy Phil, uh, friend of the pod, who. Uh, Heard me talk about how you should never have been a bartender, uh, which I stand by. Uh, I do love you, Phil. Uh, <laughs> I do want to have him on, and uh, he's homies with Orvid, and uh, so it would be like him, Orvid, and then them together, I think, would be kind of fun. Oh, phenomenal. Because, I mean, uh, you know, uh, Phil is just, he's a mile a minute, man. He is, what, we might have to have him on like four times. Like just, <laughs> just talking to Phil about like the work, the amount of work he used to put in to get women's bras off back it was a different time. Uh, back in the early 2000s, uh, it, it was just inspiring. Like, he was just always, like, he, he walked this line of, like, being dis- or being respectful about, like, hey, let's get your shirt off. But also, like, maybe you want a gift card. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, we could do two episodes on just that. So, uh, he, he's, we'll, we'll have to have him in. He's fantastic. But uh, I'm getting way off track here. So, <laughs> no worries. Uh, so, uh, our name, Corbett, actually came up was The Cool Arrows. Uh, but when you say it, Culero sounds like Colero. Uh, we are the assholes. That was our team <coughs> name. So it was actually well thought out, and we do a lot of pun. Like they all, all the teams are like Listen, very you, pun. You know, I like a pun. Uh, so we we were listening for all these team names, and we're kind of laughing and joking about all the team names that are going off, and there's these big intercoms going off. And I hear our team like Court Thirty Two, like tight. Who are we playing? And I kind of hear something that's like, it it sounds like this for listener. And on Core 32, uh, OTO, we brewed it, and Cool Arrows. It's like, uh, I think I heard Cool Arrows, and I don't know who we're playing, but fuck it, we're going to go over to Court 32. Uh, so we went over, and the team is just not showing. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, we're just going to get a forfeit on the first one and auto win. Cool, but I'm here to play the game. Like, I didn't expect to win any of them, because people take this game very seriously for how jokey it is. Uh, turns out, after going to, like, the official guy that's like sitting there checking on the courts. We're playing our brewing team. Team game one. So all my brewers versus our ragtag group of team. And we play and it's, you know, you go the, the three or five innings, whatever it is we play. And then uh, they end up beating us very last inning by one. It is what it is. Fuck the loss. Fuck my brewers. Just kidding. Those guys are tight. Uh, but, of course, we just immediately go right after the shotgunning beers on oh, the court. Yeah, I mean, I was hoping you were going to give me, like, an average Joe's versus Global Gym-style breakdown here. Um, but also, it, It's so I, much to talk about. I, I'm also had to, glad to hear a <laughs> we-lost-straight-to-drinking story, yeah. so let's go. Yeah, well, trying to describe, like, how yeah. the game goes, it's yeah. so... Like, you really just got to kind of look up what this game is to feel. Uh, and, like, there's no gloves to this, and the ball is... A, bit bigger than a baseball maybe a little bit smaller than a, maybe like softball but like a rubber ball so how, it hits you well, fast and how hard. dense is it because like, that's more important like that. people break hands catching this ball is it like a cricket ball then like think like a like a squash ball or like a ball you would see at a uh, like a batting cage right like okay. those little rubber balls that like sure. fit the palm of your hand bigger than a baseball maybe a little smaller than a softball good size ball like you could catch sure. them no gloves uh and so nice. like i i dove for one Caught me like I like kind of reeled it into my body, caught rolled right off my hand, right into my thigh, and I had this monster bruise. I come home, three I see bro two or three weeks later, I still have this gnarly bruise on my thigh, and I like she's like, oh man, good thing I didn't go a little higher. I didn't even think like four inches 
higher up. I'm sure that wasn't it as they're giving you, giving you a hickey? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll show you where it spits. <laughs> Give you a big old hickey to remember uh, me by. <laughs> but yeah, so we're like, we, we bring beers, we're chugging them, and then we sh- all shotgun beers. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just kind of how the whole day goes. We just keep drinking and playing this game and drinking and then more drinking. And then the time between, we're all at the tent drinking. And so the, the day ends. And it doesn't quite end, but we're all out, <laughs> essentially. The game's still going, uh, but all three of our teams out. <laughs> so we're just hanging out. We're like, well, yeah. what are we going to do now? And Andy, our, uh, the, one of my homies, is like, he's my little white Mexican shaman. He used to live in uh, Mexico City for a little bit. White dude, knows Mexico so well. When I lived in San Diego, we'd go to Tijuana and Sonata all the fucking time. Okay. So he throws, like, the little half-ass, like, maybe we can go to Tijuana. And I'm hammered enough to go, yes. Let's go to Tijuana. I mean, honestly, I don't know where that is. Oh, geez, my son got a little off. Uh, I don't know where that is for you. Uh, for me, that is six beers. So, <laughs> um, fuck, dude, I don't even know how many beers. I have. I, I have literally gone to Mexico on six beers. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a clue. I, I, I definitely was more than six. Okay, um, well, okay. we were there for four or five hours playing. We get there started mm-hmm. at six. We got there like six six thirty. Game started. I think first game seven. Mm-hmm. This is probably like three or four at this point. And we started drinking the second we get there. Um, so me, Andy, and our uh, sales rep out there, Allie, we're all like, all right, let's go. Nobody else wanted to come. I'm like, well, fuck it. So we hop in uh, Andy's car. We go to San Diego. We're just going to, or we go to Tijuana. We weren't going to go far. There's sure. a few places we love going to. And we didn't, we don't get wild, but uh, there's, some, there's a bomb taco shop we always go to. Uh, a cool little brewery. Uh, we are going to Telefonica. If you ever go to TJ, hit up Telefonica. Dude, listen, the fact that, I mean, I've been in this situation, especially if you're, like, hanging out in southern Arizona, where you can just, like, fuck off to Mexico for dinner and come back. It is one of the most wild privileges in the world. And to hear the fact that you can, like, hit a brewery and, like, a few other places, like, that is just next level. Because, like, um, I'll actually be in Bisbee um, next week, and I'll probably... Uh, time permitting, uh, yeah. probably dip into Mexico for dinner at one point. I mean, I'll be there for three days. So, um, but what a wild, wild um, ad to have a, a in. My experience with Mexican breweries is just phenomenal. So uh, I'm pretty excited for. They don't. Not all of them quite have like the quality of an American <laughs> brewery. It's a fact that like, they don't quite have the the quality of American brewery. But they're just, not trash beer. Like, okay, okay. they're not trash beer. Like, it's a good you're product. Like, no, well, you know, no, uh, it's, uh, it is Mexico. Every time you go there, you're, if you go, you're gonna find a brewery in Mexico that sucks, right? But you're gonna find a brewery in the states that suck. But for the most well, part, yeah. uh, you're gonna find, you know, nine out of ten beer, eight out of ten beer. It's it's pretty killer, and you're paying like three dollars a pint for craft beer and then you go to dinner and you're eating phenomenal food for seven bucks like well i mean ballast point makes more most of their beer just you know two miles down the road oh yeah <laughs> so like they know they gotta they gotta keep up because a few of those breweries actually distro into the states oh no doubt <clears throat> um there's um my guilty pleasure beer we've talked about it before uh cave creek chili beer um it's actually produced in mexico by the tecate company oh um, yeah but the one they sell in Mexico has like a devil head on it. It's a little differently. They, they sell that one into Las Vegas because of obviously the, the international mm-hmm. and something like that. So both Cave Creek Chili Beer and that beer, it's literally the same liquid. It's literally the same thing. Um, but that's all like produced in Mexico and then like marketed differently. Um, it's just, it, it, it's, I'm always really interested in the way they kind of do things down there because it's like, 
it's honestly just about the hustle, and that's where like oh, all the Philib- all the Filibertos like pretenders like um, for any listener that's unclear, Filibertos is the OG. They are established out of California, but they have a huge Arizona-based warehouse where they cook everything and they deploy it out into their their stores. All the other ones are like knockoffs mm-hmm. that are owned by like different families. But like from what I understand, and I'm sure anyone's going to come at me if I'm wrong, but the way I understand it is in Mexico, you don't have time to sit there and sue everyone over copying you. You just hustle harder. Oh, yeah. And so that's why there's so many just like clear Filiberto's ripoffs that are not the OG. But if you like read the bag on at Filiberto's, it's like we are the original. There are many imitators and like they just hustle harder. And that's what I love about how they do the beer, right? It's just like, well, how do we hustle this hard? And it's not all good, like you said, mm-hmm. but like they, it's almost like, if, you, if you're, if you're producing, like, this much volume, as you can hear me holding my arms out, <laughs> there's going to be a few. <laughs> I'm really good at this, buddy. I'm really good. <laughs> that much, guys. Listen to his hand widths. It's that much. <laughs> that much. <laughs> but uh, I, I, <laughs> I digress. But that, that is... Uh, that is something that I'm always kind of impressed by is the ingenuity and the hustle that they kind of have over there. Because at volume, I mean, you're going to have a few bangers no matter what. Without doubt. So we go to uh, right. we go we start off just hitting uh, Tacos Frank. Uh, it's kind of this indoor outdoor taco shop. They do um, al pastor tacos like on the right. spit. Just, yeah, and it, it's just phenomenal. These guys are cranking up two thousand tacos a day. Like you should see them. It is. A well-oiled machine. Well, I mean, I, I've been there. I'm just uh, letting you go off for the listener. But, um, yeah, when you have a spit of, like, El Pastor, like, your crank, like, that is the equivalent of, like, seeing, like, end cap displays everywhere. Like, that is volume. Like, it, yeah, it's crazy. You don't install something like that if you're not using it. Because they're expensive. 80 to 100 pounds of meat on this spit. Just going. Oh, yeah. So beautiful. we eat there. We all Ooh. get about four, uh, four tacos each, the veggies and everything. Give you the fresh cut veggies to go with them, and we're eating. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we go over to uh, Norte, which is a killer little brewery. We have some double IPAs, whatever, whatever it is we had. We had probably two or three beers there. Um, and then uh, we, we continue on with the night, and um, we end up actually going to Hong Kong, the, the strip club whorehouse. Uh, and we just hey, gonna, you know, just... you know uh, personally love a sex worker, um, <laughs> love them. It is a here for it. club. Yeah, I mean, who else is going to entertain some fucking drunk dipshit slub trying to eat a steak at three a.m.? Sex workers. Yeah, gotta love them. So you know, we go in. I think we bounce before midnight. Uh, we bounce like eleven, maybe. Um, okay. But we go in. We you know drink a couple tecates, pisicos, whatever they are, and sit at the bar, or sit at the little strip club stage, and throw some throw some ones, um, have a couple beers, and we bounce. It wasn't anything wild there. Um, but our uh, wait, you got in and out of a Mexican strip club without a story in this whole thing? Surprisingly, that's not even where the story's at. Holy shit. I know, right? Everybody would be like, well, this is where the story gets juicy. I mean, everyone, like, if you've been to a Mexican strip club, there's usually a story. However, so, no, I'm here for it. Let's uh, let's, let's keep going. Uh, I just wanted to just wanted to clarify. I was just like, wait, we're moving on? This is the preface that we're getting good right sure, here, Sure, hey. If listen. you guys are bored, it's about to get good. So, uh, uh, we head back to the States, and at this point, man, we got there, like, maybe 6 o'clock to Mexico, leave around maybe midnight, 
And I go back to Andy's house. He's got an extra bedroom for me. I have this big old air mattress, and everybody goes their separate ways. We fall asleep, and man, like two, three hours into sleeping, I just get this gnarly fucking heartburn and like stomach pain and like cramping. I'm like, oh fuck, what is going on with me? Like this, this sucks. Like mm-hmm. this really hurts. I don't know what's going on. I make it through the night, and I just keep waking up every thirty minutes to an hour or so with just this terrible pain in my stomach and I'm like dude I'm gonna throw up I got heartburn that's gonna make me throw up like I'm not even queasy it's like pain and heartburn that's like I am like clenching my stomach I'm like oh have you have you used any anything to intervene any any Pepto any Tums so you're just suffering we got no water out of the border maybe 12 and back to his house like 1230 now it's like 3 or 4 in the morning and it just keeps going and I'm not going to get up in someone else's house like I'm just like I'll just work through this I don't really know what's going on no no for sure I just uh, just just checking in on on where we're at with the uh, (laughs) the the, the attention being uh, brought to (laughs) said issue like I I've learned the hard way a few times to uh, bring Tums uh, in my bag everywhere I should have dude I would have taken anything give me fentanyl at that point it was (laughs) it was awful so I end up getting back to sleep and uh, of course I wake back up to this just deathly pain in my stomach like oh fuck dude I'm gonna I'm not feeling good I'm gonna throw up no I'm not gonna throw up I'm gonna throw up no I'm not gonna throw up and I was like nah I'm good I'm good Brooke gives me a call that morning we're on the phone and granted I'm in I'm in my buddy's house who is has a roommate and I'm in the far left room. The closest room to me is his roommate. The farthest mm-hmm. room down the little hallway, which is all quite close to each other, is his room. And then in between all of them is the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So I'm on the phone with Brooke, and I'm like, I like start to tell her we aren't even on this phone call two minutes. And I'm like, hey, how's it going? Good, good morning, blah blah. I'm like, I just have this like pretty like bad stomach ache, like it's killing me. And I go, ah, oh no, actually, Brooke, I have to hang up. I'm gonna throw up. That's all she hears. I go, nope, I'm gonna throw up. I gotta call you back. And then I just hang up on her. That is all she hears at like six in the morning. I run to the bathroom, close the door, try to find like the lock, click the lock, turn around, projectile vomit everywhere. It's directed at the toilet. I was not over the toilet. Thank God the seat was up, but it was Ooh. all over the walls, okay. uh, all over the toilet, under the toilet, everywhere. And I just once again. Puking. Someone else's house, not a, not a hotel. Oh, I'm a guest. Yeah, <laughs> where You're... two other people are living. Both the bedrooms are in between the bathroom, so they're both clear as day. Hear me just vomiting, mm-hmm. and uh, I was probably in that bathroom for an hour. I was gonna say that means you have to leave that thing looking like a monk oh. just spent a whole day in there making penance. Okay, so, like, <laughs> so I'm in there puking for about ten minutes of puking. The True. next fifty minutes of puking. Is cleaning the bathroom. Oh, yeah. That that probably uh, really helps keep it down as you're cleaning up your own sick. Just the smell, just so dope, probably. Uh, There's maybe 30 little individual squares left on this roll of toilet paper. No paper towel, no nothing. Like... And toilet paper rolls are not backed up in their bathroom. Uh, so Bobby, go, Bobby loves the challenge. I've got 30 <laughs> squares of toilet paper to clean. I like that you're coherent enough to keep count. A gallon of mess. Like... <laughs> Uh, I clean it up. I literally take the <clears throat> yes. toilet seat yeah. off the toilet mm-hmm. and bring it in the shower and clean it in there, clean everything else out, put right. it back in, and eventually get back to my room. I'm like, oh, my God. Well, I feel better, but I do not feel good. And I get a text from my buddy. He's like, I can hear you. And he's like, are you good? <laughs> I go, well, I'm not going to text back. <laughs> You're like eight steps away from me, so I'm just going to go walk over to your room. And I go, 
how do you feel? <laughs> He's like, I think better than you. I think I got food poisoning from Mexico. Like, I don't know what's going on. And uh, he's like, I don't know, I feel good. So, consistently, so that was, we went Friday. Not until Thursday did I have a solid shit. Uh, <laughs> okay. Almost a full week of this, like, I don't know, Montezuma's Revenge, food poisoning, I don't know what. Uh, yeah. I couldn't, so that was Saturday day. I leave and I'm staying as close to a toilet as possible. I'm not doing anything. That same day, Brooke and Jameson come into town. Ooh, I've got Airbnbs. Obviously. So we meet up with them. Uh, we get in the gnarliest Airbnb that I end up canceling and having to take pictures of how disgusting this place was no. just to get a refund. Okay, we're going to circle back. Yeah. Uh, so then we go book a hotel right down the street in, in PB. That's a crazy stuff. Dude. Uh, no, no, we'll circle back. I, Brooke, I, I got you. Is the real MVP. Oh, okay. uh, I well, Brooke's a bad bitch. I am shitting every 15 minutes, just pure water. Oh, while trying to deal with this. The For for six days straight, while so they're, 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 they're out there for six days, oh, so, all six days, I'm shitting liquid every 15 minutes. Okay, so we. <clears throat> so I thought, like, we had gotten up to a point when it, it stopped, but then it just continues. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, so that, I thought you're like, and then they come to town and I was like, Oh, and then it's normal. Oh, like, no. And then it's even worse. Yes. Yeah, so okay. 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 Yes. Yeah. That's Friday good. we go to Mexico <laughs> Saturday morning. I puke all over my homie's house. Uh, later that day, Brooke and Jameson come into town. So that's my wife and child. Uh, they, they're in town. You, you know, uh, everyone knows Jameson. He provides our soundtrack. Oh yeah. Yeah. You hear a crying <laughs> baby. That's my son. <clears throat> so they're in town we meet up we get to the hotel I'm now like every 15 minutes like trying to play it cool like mm-hmm. she knows I threw up because I told her I was going to throw up and that's about all I told her so now I'm like trying to play it cool like sweat beads just running out my phone I'm like Brooke look away <laughs> like, you're the Jordan Peele meme <laughs> I haven't seen her in over two weeks and uh, we are both horny as fuck like and let me really turn you oh, on. Oh, I was telling you, she <laughs> was a goddess for what she went through with me. Um, not batting an eye, being cool as shit. Um, so this is, we, we booked the one day, so we the, the, that Saturday we booked just one day in PB because we wanted to do a, a beach day with Jameson. Mm, and then okay. the next four days are uh, in North Park, and then... The that place was booked up, so I couldn't book the last day they're going to be there. So I just had to do another random place up the road, and that was the last oh, night they were there. Always fun to do when you're uh, traveling with family. It's kind of a nightmare. Uh, always, but su- always super dope. It was it was what it was, and uh, hey man, you're I a champ. shit in every one of those toilets. <laughs> <laughs> My only solace was I'm fucking up. Each I would tell you this, uh, and not one of those places had like a fan to help with the noise in the bathroom. Like I'm shitting in this place. Running the sink in the shower. Uh, Brooke is on the other side of the wall where she has like her makeshift office because she okay. still's got to work. Mm-hmm. Like, because she doesn't, she works from home, so she can work anywhere. And she's just typing away on the computer one wall away. And I'm just going, like, literally pour water on the ground. That's what it sounds like. Like, it was terrible. Um, so the second to last night, Brooke, uh, before they left, uh, we decided to go to this nice little restaurant that we've been going to for a while. It's a little Mexican joint in Point Loma. Uh, so, so you obviously hadn't learned your lesson. Continue. Oh, and I had seafood. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Oh, oh God. Uh, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> I said that to Brooke. I go, I finished my meal, and I go, 
I think I think uh, <laughs> seared ahi wasn't the best choice. Uh, this isn't even all the way cooked. So we finish up with dinner, uh-huh. and then we're like, "Well, let's sure. go to Yacht Harbor. It's right there in Point Loma. We'll walk around. Go, we can actually walk there from here. We're pretty close." Yeah, I mean, I haven't been within without being within six feet of a toilet for a week and a half. Uh, let's <laughs> let's walk. <laughs> Let's walk over. And it's like 8 30 <laughs> when we're leaving. Everywhere, everywhere in Portland closes at 9. Okay. At 9 o'clock sharp. Sure. Ain't nobody letting me in their bathrooms. So we walk and I'm just like, No, no, I'm a customer. Uh huh. Yeah. Get out of here, loser. I'll tell you a 20 to shit in your toilet at this point. So we start walking. Uh, I'm looking at the map. I'm like, Yeah, it's, it's a little bit longer of a walk, but nothing too crazy. About a five, 10 minute walk. So we're going. And uh, I'm taking us the wrong direction. So we realize, I'm like, this is a lot longer than I thought. So we realize we're going the wrong way. Let's turn around. And uh, as we turn around, get back to where we're going, right when we get to where we're going, right at uh, Yard, right next to Point Loma Seafood, yes. I look at Point Loma Seafood and I'm like, oh, they've got a bathroom closed. And I look at Brooke and I go, well, I know I've just taken us all the wrong direction for the last 15 minutes. Um, but that's the and timer. And now uh, there's a problem in my belly. Like, and I have nowhere to go, so I'm like, Brooke, uh, I hate to do this to you, but uh, we got to turn around. We got to go find a bathroom. She's like, I think there's one up here, and I'm like, I'm trying my best to play it cool. I'm like, yeah, 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 we'll go find the one up there. No big deal. We take like probably 30 more steps, and all I'm doing is peering down, like eyes squinted and looking. I'm like, I don't think that's a bathroom. I'm pretty sure my then, calves are on fire. Right over there, Mitch's seafood is. Cl- I know Mitch's seafood's gonna be closed. And I'm like, ah, Pizza Nova's around the, around the bend. I don't think I can make Pizza Nova, but I'm pretty sure they're close, too. I look at Rick and I go, there's a problem. We need to turn around now. And she is trying to enjoy her vacation, sure. a family night out at Yacht Harbor with our son. And she's like, okay, I guess we can turn around. I'm like, no, no, no. We're turning around. Like, there's no question. We have to turn around right now, Brooke. This is turn around. We are a unit. Let's, I will pull you. <laughs> so we turn around, and we get right across from, like, the Vagabond Hotel, right next to Point Loma Seafood. And there's, um, or we actually go by Epic. In the corner, and of course they close at nine. It's nine oh five, and I literally look at Brooke like eyes as wide as could be. I'm like, I'm about to have a story for a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm actually glad I didn't ask. Cause I, I, I was going to ask. I was like, granted, our opening question. Um, where is this going to land? Oh, so we leave, and all, all literally, all I'm thinking is like, I'm going to have to tell Alex. I've shit my pants. This is the only thing I think of now. Like, and it's gonna be in front of my family. I didn't get to do this like Matt in an alley next to a porter potty. Uh, I'm gonna have witnesses that are as close to me as anybody has ever been. Mm-hmm. Uh, so sure. we we go and I literally see this this shining beacon of light. There was like there was people. Like, uh, what are the guys that do the planes and the, the, the lights mm-hmm. to, like, direct the planes? There's, like, ten of those guys that, like, lights, come this way, come here. Yeah. And it is, uh, oh, fuck, what's the name of the bar? Like, Yacht Harbor Bar, Yacht, or, like, Harbor Harbor Bar, right next to, uh, Point Lomas and Some classy place that's, uh, trying to get customers to oh, leave yeah. past nine. Well, mm-hmm. this place <laughs> used to be, like, a shitty old dive bar. Okay. And I go, well, that was my guess. They're open. It was like the sailor, the salty sailor's place to go. Like they just got off the fisherman boat. It's either super early or super late, and that's their shitty place to go get like domestic beers. 
Well, you know, just like, hey, this job is cool and all, but let's get blackout drunk. Exactly, right? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And I go, that is the perfect place to go take this disgusting shit uh, <laughs> that is just like rotten belly. Well, now I'm looking at it, I go, that looks, uh, I think they've redone this place. It looks, it's looking pretty nice. <laughs> it's been bought out and turned into a very nice club. Uh, I literally walk in, walk right past the dude IDing people, go straight to the bathroom, and just unload and some dudes knocking on the door and uh oh my god really like so you're oh just, oh yeah so you're unloading someone's like sir yeah. sir excuse me this is for customers only okay uh, sir and uh okay I, so I, right. I get out I, you're like i'm gonna pay you when i get out of here yeah, just leave me the fuck yeah, alone I'll, I'll give you a keg i don't give a fuck what's happening open the door get back out and uh dude like security guard flashlight little card reader thing he's like uh Bathrooms are, I'm like, ah, peace, bye. <laughs> I just fucking walk straight out. <laughs> I look at Brooke, I'm like, emergency diverted. Like, I don't know how he did this, but now we've got about a five, ten minute walk back to the car and about a 20 minute drive home. Which means we have two stops. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, we are leaving right now. Uh, that lasted all the way up until they left. And then I had to come. I ended up having a flight. I booked a flight that night, that Thursday night, to uh, come back to Arizona. And that's kind of where the next story starts. How are we looking on time? Um, well, uh, got about 20 minutes before a break. Perfect. So, so um, you finish up what you want to say, because uh, I really want to get back to this Airbnb. You literally rage quit. <laughs> oh, dude. Uh, I've never been so astonished with an Airbnb. It was in PB. And it was not cheap. It was about 300 bucks. Love the vernacular. Uh, it, was, it was actually over 300 bucks for this place. Uh-huh. Uh, it literally, we walk in like the dude who lives there, because he does. There's a picture on the wall with him. I so assume he's his same, friend. Same domicile, not like a guest house. No, like like this is his home. And, and then you're just like hanging out in his guest house? He just checks or out. room. Like, well, he's got a house. Like, it's his house. Like, his apartment. Sure. Uh, and he just leaves when he books someone for Airbnb. But like he goes you, over his but you just house. said he was there. No, no. Like it was like as if he just like he's like, oh, their check ins at three. I left at two forty five. And however oh. he left the house was how the house was. <laughs> that's uh, pretty dope. So we get in immediately broken out like, oh my god, that's what's happening here? There's like dirty laundry in the bedroom on the floor. Uh, the bed, like, the bedroom you're supposed to. Be sleeping in. Oh, yeah. Like, there's just jeans and towels and shit on the floor, and then like piled up around the TV, (laughs) and it's just like filthy. Like, I literally had to go and like take about 20 pictures and send them to Airbnb to make sure I could get a refund. They did because this place was the most disgusting thing in the world. Like, we were carrying Jameson walking around, and we're just like awkwardly both stand there and I'm like I don't want to stay here is Brooke cool to stay in here like I don't know and like and sure in her mind was like the fuck did you book Bobby this place is trash you, I ain't no budget bitch like hook it up <laughs> spend some money like, I know I'm a down ass bitch but <laughs> yeah. this is not acceptable sir <laughs> yeah. uh, so I literally we're just both kind of like looking around Brooke's like nah fuck this place uh, I'm gonna book a hotel and I'm like oh yeah no let's do that and uh, yeah, yeah. so we leave okay, we yeah. go to the hotel we just book the uh PB Shore Hotel, whatever. It was just a nice little joint. Just whatever's going to not be that. Literally anything but that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been there. And trying to book a hotel in PB in the middle of summer, uh, same day, also, not that easy. while everyone's traveling right now? Every single person. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, I mean, 
Dude, I mean, just my handful of like last experiences trying to book anything has just been a nightmare. Tried to go on vacation with Jacqueline, way overpaid, paid double easily oh, for yeah. my, my accommodations. And like uh, trying to book, like getting ready to do a collab with the brewery, trying to book their hotels in town, a nightmare. Like, just, it's, yeah, it's rough out there for a pimp. <laughs> so. I want to say that the place we booked was roughly about $500 a night um, just to get out of where we were. Oh. The best money, best yeah. money I ever spent. Okay. Um, so we get back to the hotel, and I'm, like, hitting up Airbnb. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? This place is disgusting. And they're like, well, you have to reach out to the owner, like, the Airbnb host first. And I hit him up. I'm like, yo, your place is trash. Literally, so your place is trash. Uh, it's disgusting. What What's going on here? Like, your laundry is everywhere. Your dishes are still in the sink. Um, so then I go back to Airbnb. I'm like, well, I let him know. And they're like, well, now you got to show us pictures. I'm like, well, I left now, so I got to go back up over there. And oh, so you you didn't get the pictures when you were first there? Well, I didn't realize they needed to get pictures. Like, okay, okay. Well, like, no, no, I'm just trying. I'm just trying to follow you. Yeah. Uh, at first, I thought it was like, oh, you're like, oh, this is. Oh, hold on. Ooh, that's a fresh box of peepers being opened Ooh, up. Ooh, I didn't even realize those were the the tall oh, boys. boys. Look at that. So, uh, yeah. So I I have to go back. Damn. Now I'm on my way back, yeah, and okay. the dude, the host, messaged me. He's like. The maid just left. Let me know. And in my mind, I'm like, we haven't been gone an hour. Uh, what do you mean the maid just left? And I go, well, fuck. Now the maid's going to have popped in there, clean the whole fucking place. I'm going to get back there. The place is still going to be too gross for us to stay, but clean enough for me to not be able to get a refund. Right. Ain't nothing changed. Oh. Every little piece of filth is still there. Oh, my God. I love it. Uh, you got to love a good scammer, dude. <laughs> dude, you, dude he just uh, doesn't even give a shit. Not like, one fuck. He's not like, oh, I don't fuck. give a for shit. Yeah. <laughs> So I started snapping pictures. I'm like, this dude's going to show up any minute because I bet you he's staying at his trashy girlfriend's house because her picture is on the table, just like not hung, just like leaned on the kitchen table against the wall. Okay, And it's Bruce him, shirtless, his chick in a bikini, and then some other dude shirtless. And he's got his shade, his like fucking like, like uh, sunglasses, like the fucking gas the, can sunglasses on. Like the, Okay, the, so you, you're just the most California picture. He's like, so bro. Like the, like just a vi- the, the, the viper glasses. Yep, dude. Fohawk. Muscles uh. all flexed, bro. I got <laughs> six pack. What's up? Hey, you know, I work out sometimes. Yeah. Uh, so I'm like, I'm just <laughs> snapping pictures. I'm like, this fucking bro is going to walk in here and be like, what's up, bro? Wait, so. What are you doing? Hold, Yelling my Airbnb? Well, hold on, hold on. I mean, I. Listen, your impression work is great. Um, I love it. Um, however, um, so. You were you were you were giving me a Bruce Wayne moment, but I don't think I connected the dots. Um, so you see the picture. Where do you connect that she lives nearby? Do you see her outside at some point? No, I just assume that he like he literally leaves this place. He's like, oh, I just booked tonight. I made pocketed three hundred bones. I'm gonna go have my chick stay at her house tonight. And okay, then when I, I come back to my home. Okay, right okay. Back. I thought I thought maybe you like saw her like living like literally nearby, and I was like, oh damn. Oh no, that would have been great. Okay, yeah, okay. That been great, you're you're yeah. just using deductive reasoning to be like, oh, he just uh, what do they call those? Um, oh my, uh, dang it. There's a term for dudes that uh, hook up with chicks just to like not have a place to live. I think, oh, they're homosexuals. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I love it. Uh, well, this so is I was that. just trying to, yeah, I'm just trying to figure out if that's kind of like. Uh, Dude, if this he's, guy's yeah. got a food full of fridge. They're like half the fridge is protein shakes. The other one's chicken breasts that are like out of the packaging, like it's freezer. Like as part of the rules, like does he have like one of those? Because like usually when you get an Airbnb, 
you get like a, a welcome notification and it kind of like lays out the rules. Did he have one of those? Oh, yeah, yeah. His Did it just uh, say like, hey, bro, whatever's in the fridge is chill? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> He's like, we Gucci dog. Uh, no, uh, literally it was uh, keys under mat, uh, instructions on table. Enjoy. Oh, wow. Key was under mat. Instructions were not on table. Uh, that's where the jeans were. Yeah, that was like where his filth was. <laughs> and half of a birthday cake for some reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a line of blow on the table and a rolled up dollar bill. And I was like, dollar, come on, hook it up, dog. Put a hundred. He files a complaint against Airbnb with you. Like, yeah, I had like an eight ball when I left. I came back and it was definitely scary. It, it was definitely. Well, uh, I'm losing the terminology, but you get the idea here. All right. So, um. So he he does refund. not he does not come back while you're he taking doesn't, pictures. I, dude, I swear he was coming back because as soon as I was like, dude, your place mm-hmm. is fucking filthy. Oh, he just left. I literally messaged back like, nah, that's it. I was like, fucking nah. 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 <laughs> he did not just leave. Nah, fuck nah. you, bitch. Nah. Um, All right. So yeah, that was a uh, was a nightmare. Jameson had a great time at the beach. We had a fucking blast. Yeah, I uh, uh, I, I uh, saw on the um, the old socials. Uh, yeah. You guys were out there enjoying it, dude. It was it was killer. He. Uh, that kid uh, absolutely would have drowned himself. He had no no fear. Like, oh, okay. you put him in the water, and you know, kids like waves go back out to the ocean. They run in when they come back in. They run mm-hmm. back. He just full sprints straight into the water. Like, all right, yeah. like, he's like, dude, I am Michael Phelps. I could swim. Poseidon, I literally had to run bitch. and like catch him, and he's just like trying to jump out of my arms. Like, get me in this bitch, dog. I'm surfing today. <laughs> uh, he was going wild, so we had a killer time with him. That's awesome. Uh, fortunately, dude, it was wild. Like, like the stomach knew when to hold it together. Like, beach, golden. At at the restaurant, golden. Every other time, not so golden. Yeah, there is something about, like, how your mind works. And, like, uh, you know, it's usually... And I think we've talked about it, you know, mainly because this is a shit joke-based podcast. Um, about how, like, just the closer you get to home, the more it's like, here we go. So just in in like situations like where it's like, hey man, I held it together for you at the restaurant, but I know that there's a grocery store right here, so it's time to do the business. So I I, I definitely understand uh, as a man, as a grown man who shit his pants several times, um, how how it can be. Um, And then I did just want to back up again for clarity. So you did not, in fact, shit your pants while your wife was I was going to ask you, you got to ask me our favorite question. Yes. Bobby... uh, um, as an adult man, <laughs> have you ever shit your pants? Alex and the listeners, I'm proud to say I still not shit my pants. But <laughs> fuck did I think I was going to be there. <laughs> it's the only thing I thought about every single time. I, I can't let him win. I am going to be the guy that yeah. now has a story to bring back to a podcast. Sure. Uh, the closest I've ever been. Tears running down my eyes. Sweat beads running down my forehead. Dude, Mexico-induced diarrhea. Fighting that back. I'm proud of you, sir. I will tell you this. I literally uh, almost jogged away from Brooke and Jameson (laughs) at like 10 o'clock at night down an unlit road to go shit at a weird clubby bar uh, and I go figure it out <laughs> text me if you're getting burned uh, yeah. um, uh, I am a, I'm a I'm a proud man for my control uh, but it was not a lot of proud moments for that week 
on the one hand, um, obviously, I'm just trying to share this experience with you. And you're denying <laughs> we me. We can go to Mexico. And, 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 you, and you keep denying me. However, um, as we'll get into part two, you're a man of conviction. And I love it. Ah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, I'm glad that you held it together. Um, I'm super happy for you. Uh, <laughs> we get to continue to uh, have uh, a two-sided debate on there this podcast go. with our guests. Um, uh, you know, some people are asking to listen before they come on. And, and while I, I'm completely fine with the, uh, the amount of, like, uh, shit and ranker we get up to... Um, you know, I think the um, the impact of a question is, um, I'm either hoping it's going to prepare better stories uh, that are a little more thought through, because, <clears throat> you know, I'm still kind of in the upper hand of um, people who have. And so, I, I hope, for those of you that are listening, that maybe, oh, excuse me, that maybe uh, with us in the future, just keep it honest, and... Uh, just like Bobby showed you, you can be entertaining as shit and still not have shit your pants. <laughs> yeah. I gotta say, um, shout out to all the homies that have been listening and like give us some like some for some, sure some homie like ho- like hookups. Like we just walk by and like, hey dude, like the podcast is great. We love listening. Uh, clearly, people people are listening and liking it uh, because yeah. until. What was the the last episode, which has been over a month? Dude, it literally started kicking off, like, the week you left. Dude, and, like, I, 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 I was blowing you up on text. I'm like, dude, like, literally, I just can't turn around. And, and you know, and and we love hearing it. Um, uh, well, I guess at this point, start checking the email, which is <laughs> industrysecretspod at gmail.com. Uh, if you have any ideas or input or... Uh, we like, just want to be on. Or just want to be on, or, you know, however. Uh, we, we like to, you know, if social media is the way you want to communicate. But, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was kind of funny because, uh, you know, I felt like I was blowing you up like an ex-girlfriend while you're out trying to, <laughs> trying to like, get your hustle out and do your job. I'm like, like it's blown up. Like, Did you forget actually, about me? Well, it, it, I mean, it's like, you know, a dozen people. But um, Hey, man, a dozen's great. Like I, But that's more than, you know, we kind of, you know, this is... Um, you know, the, the, the joke is that podcasting is cheaper than therapy and that you either um, it, uh, in your 30s have uh, a podcast, an addiction, or uh, um, oh, I forget the joke. But in any case, uh, we have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys are coming here for fully thought ideas, go somewhere else. Uh, no, I mean, and you know, um, when we first started the podcast, you know, we kind of like, and, and honestly, I think we'll kind of address it now. I think that Two Barrels and Industry Secrets is kind of like mold into more or less one podcast. Mm-hmm. We kind of found that um, a, a blend between getting weird and talking shit and also being like industry specific um, is kind of the way to go. I'll still kind of pursue Dr. Doctor and then perhaps uh, some of our other stuff. But for right now, this is kind of what we're going to focus on and um, continue to try to have fun guests and stuff like that. But, I mean, this is by far the... The more fun podcast to do than you know between two barrels was uh, or yeah between two barrels was, is a great one we still do them but it's gonna be kind of a back burner one where we just kind of talk industry stuff Not yeah it, say, it, like the the fun parts of the industry and eventually sure. we'll get to you know we're we're leaning into a lot of the beer industry people right now like the alcohol industry but sure I'd like to get into uh, some people in the film industry or the banking industry no for sure and, and you know those dirty secrets that speaking of uh, tricking Remy into editing for us. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, love Remy. Um, he is the man of a thousand faces. Um, 
because every time I see him, I'm like, Remy, is that you? Oh, dude. <laughs> dude, you have to. It's so weird. He's got to take a picture every time he changes his facial hair. It's so He'd have a hundred it, of them. Dude, it's so fucking frustrating. In fact, I remember, like, the last, like, well, the last first time that we had, like, he had been gone a long time, and I came home and I was like, man, I was like, me and Bobby were hanging out with his buddy Remy. I was like, that dude's so fucking cool. And Jacqueline's like, yeah, you've hung out with him a bunch before. And I was like, nah, I don't think so. And she's like, yes. And I'm like, nah. <laughs> He'll go from full burly beard oh, dude. to all of a sudden just a handlebar mustache to Fu Manchu to just chops. Or like. just clean shit. Again, the, he, he is the man with no name. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, having dudes like Remy on, like, uh, you know, Brandon Reeser is is a dude I would love to have on here. Oh, yeah. uh, he's obviously, I mean, he he is an investor and and you know a really uh, loud silent partner over at BRI. Uh, but you know, the dude hustles hard for the brand. But he you know he has a whole other industry that he works in and excels in and just murders in right. And I'd love to sit down and talk with him about it. And so yeah, to that point, you know, uh, you know, again, it's just about talking shit. And you know, you're your own self editor. You know, you want to call your friends out, that's fine. But you know, it's just about you know. You know, what's the worst uh, customer you've ever had? What's your favorite dinosaur? Those kind of fun things. And uh, so that kind of puts us at an hour. Um, we do have to get into the second part, which I'm yeah. fucking stoked about. I do want to give a shout out to a couple of the listeners that have uh, sure. gone on their way to see this episode. Colton, Brittany Cook, Justine, um, Levi, uh, Rogers. Uh, you know, we've got a, we got a, quite a few people that, you know, just happen to... Let us know as we pass by and go, hey man, podcast was great, like listening, so uh, yeah, Tate, thanks for listening. Tate was a homie um, that, I don't even know if you've seen him since you've been back, uh, he shaved his entire beard. Uh, you know, <laughs> no shit? Yeah, he, he just has like a mustache and he c- cut his hair too, yeah. So, I'm not even going to recognize him. Uh, well, he just looks kind of like Trey, so uh, yeah, it's go. easy to catch. Uh, but yeah, um, you know, Philip Duncan... Uh, Text me out of the blue because he had heard the podcast and uh, said Orvid had uh, let him know. So uh, shout out to Orvid and shout out, shout to, out to Phil. Um, you know uh, the list of people uh, we, we want on is is uh, just fantastic. Uh, I've never, I mean, I guess I coming into this that was the, kind of the point is I know a bunch of really rad people, um, but seeing them on a list of people we were trying to invite and actively reach out to one by one and little by little. Um, just reminds me how many really amazing people we know and uh, i'm pretty excited for it so oh yeah um let's go ahead and uh take a break real quick and we'll be back for um bobby and the tsa yeah (laughs) thank you my industry people for listening